obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. So it takes two to tango. <laughs> so when it comes to reasons why sheep don't get pregnant, ewes don't get pregnant, it can be about failure on the ram's part or failure on the ewes part. Okay. Now, sometimes it's very obvious with the ram because we're going to have very few pregnancies. So by and large, it's not the boy's fault. <laughs> and if it is, it's probably down to a few things. So let's look at the two elements then. What are the reasons why a ram would be at fault? And what are the reasons why you would be at fault? So let's look at our rams first. So um, one of the reasons can be, for example, that the ram might just lack libido. Now, why would he not be interested? Well, often it's because of his condition. He could be too thin, too old. He, the weather could be too hot, for example. Um, you know, it's not the right period. He is not getting the sexual receptability from the you. So lacking libido. So that could be one particular reason. Obviously, the other reason why the ram's not working is maybe the ewe's already pregnant and she can only get pregnant once, yeah? So that's interesting enough. Uh, the other, and some of the other reasons might be if he is just reluctant to breed and that can be because of pain. Uh, and typically pain could be, for example, his feet or legs or hips could be causing him issues. So again, we want to make sure he's in good health. So good condition. So he's not too fat. Definitely not too thin. He can be a little bit over fat. He'll work it off very, very quickly if if he is. Um, But particularly watching his feet. So making sure his feet health is is really good going into joining. Uh, Another issue because of pain can be pizzle rot which is an infection, um, that can be uh, an issue or um, for whatever reason is something is impacting him ability, his ability to mount the, um, the, the you comfortably. Typically back legs, but sometimes like hind legs, sometimes shoulders as well. So sometimes if he has a dodgy shoulder, he can't do the jumping. So anything like that is going to impact him. Uh, perhaps on that would be if, 
he has one testicle, for example, his sperm count is low, you know, so all these little things. And again, the, the too hot weather can impact sperm count infections. Now he's producing the sperm he's going to use six weeks before he uses it. So an infection or, um, in, you know, really, really getting overheated six weeks beforehand can impact his ability to perform. Um, interesting enough, rams are taught how to breed. This is quite interesting. Um, and sometimes I, I am concerned when I hear that someone has kept a pet ram and, you know, because, oh, he was the only boy. Because if you think about how things work, the ram observes a more experienced ram. Now, rams jump on each other and you see it all the time. There's a lot of homosexual activity within a ram flock. So he is learning or rams are learning to breed. So young rams are inexperienced and unless they have seen it or perhaps been taught taught it, they perhaps don't quite know what to do. This is a great reason why you would put older ewes with younger rams, because at least the ewe will say, come on, mate, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I'll stand here while you get your act together. Um, Another reason why your ram might not be doing the job is because he has is really struggling with the change in environmental conditions or climactic conditions. For example, he's been in a shed and you take him out into lush pasture or he's been on mountainous pasture and then you you put him in a shed, you know? So anything like that, he is just kind of thinking, what's going on? This is not home. I'm confused. I always like to, if I'm buying a new ram, to have him settle into my environment and adjust to my the feed here, the grass, the pasture, the paddocks for multiple weeks before I put him to work. So you, you just get him used to his surroundings and particularly the climate and things like that. Ram you ratio is crucial. So you don't want him to have to work too hard. So typically one ram to, I go 50, some people say 40, some people say 60 is okay. I've actually used one ram to 65 use because I had to one year and it was fine. But again, really fit ram, knowing what he's doing, um, you know, really will make, um, will make sense of that. Uh, ram age, ram experience, um, paddock conditions, all these sorts of things, time of the year, all these sorts of things. Again, we talked about that in the seasonality podcast. Have a listen to that if you haven't listened to that um, either. Um, rams, like everyone else, can have behavioral issues. So if you have a very shy ram, for example, or um, a uh, uh, there's there's multiple rams being there's a rams being aggressive towards each other. I oh I only like having one ram in the paddock with you. That's my preference. Obviously, if you're interested in mob breeding, have a look at Bjorn's or have a listen to Bjorn's podcast on mob breeding, which is really interesting. And of course, rams sometimes prefer certain ewes or dislike certain ewes. I don't know any research on this, but I believe that rams prefer ewes of their own breed. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, what is that saying about um, birds of a feather flock together? <laughs> 
but you never know. Or they might just have preferences around certain females and things like that uh, as well. So interesting just to look at all those reasons why the ram um, might be um, might be struggling as well. Of course, you have things like ovine brucellosis infections to impact fertility, fever, um, any other uh, issue. Yeah, for example, being fly struck on his scrotum, mange on his scrotum, issues with the epididymis, which is the tube that's coming down. Um, he could have a hernia. He could have an injury from fighting. Um, there could be a, a particular plant that he's eaten um, that has impacted his hormones, for example, inadequate testicular circumference that could be age, genetics, disease, seasonality, um, and of course the sperm abnormalities that we talked about briefly earlier on in terms of typically around heat or anything else that might impact sperm production like a fever. So boys have a lot to cope with and there's a lot of things there that they, that we need to be aware of and we need to be trying to create the best environment for that particular ram to perform. And so we turn our attention to the girls in the equation. <laughs> so, and this is quite interesting because I scan my ewes and invariably there are ewes who don't fall pregnant. So why? Why do some ewes fall pregnant and have twins in the first cycle and some would stay around for two and three and four cycles and still not get pregnant? Really, really strange. So uh, what happens here? Uh, obviously, one reason is that the ewe gets pregnant and because uh, of something, they abort. So and sometimes we never, ever see that abortion. So that definitely can happen. So uh, what can uh, occur? Maybe we didn't have the ram in for multiple cycles. And this is particularly an issue with younger ewes um, or ewe lambs. You might need to hold that ram in for, in fact, some, some breeders would say breed maiden ewes separately particularly if they're ewe lambs, breed them separately with a different ram, different paddocks, different situations, and for longer. So sometimes possible, sometimes not. Um, the ewe may actually not have reached puberty at all, and that can be influenced by growth, nutrition, size, critical joining weight, uh, her condition score, all these sorts of things, and indeed breed can make a difference too. So some ewe lambs don't reach puberty until they're older. And again, can be, again, all those uh, particular things as well. Um, they maybe, again, have eaten a um, plant that is suppressing estrus. Maybe there would be microtoxins in the plant or phytoestrogens in the plant. You might have heard of things like certain types of clover that impact this uh, potentially. Uh, your you may have been recently weaned. This is an issue if you have late lambing ewes. If they're recently weaned, they may not 
cycle or come into cycle. They may be lactating, they may not come into cycle. They may be too thin, they may not cycle. So all those reasons potentially impact uh, as well. Overfed ewes, and particularly ewe lambs that are overfed, uh, may not cycle. Um, Shyness, again, behavioral issues, much like we have with a ram. Or on the other hand, the ewe dominates the ram. (laughs) So that can be an issue. And then the other thing can be, and I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, you can have conditions like free martinism. So free martinism impacts twin uh, twin born ewes where the other twin was a male and there is too much testosterone in the womb and uterus when the ewe is being developed and therefore she may not get pregnant in her first year or potentially even in her second year. So this free martinism, which is uh, quite interesting. You have it in, um, for those of you familiar with cattle breeding, if the cow has twins and one's a boy and one's a girl, the girl will be infertile. So yeah, it's quite amazing. And the other thing that I have experienced as well is where you have a hermaphrodite condition or a pseudo-hermaphrodite condition as well. So, and, and some of this is very visible and obvious and some of it is not. So that can actually impact um, use as well. So they may have different conditions going on within them. So all those sorts of, uh, all those sorts of things. Other reasons way where they may not actually fall pregnant or conceive or maintain or keep their pregnancy can be that um, the, the, the seasonal conditions are not right. So again, check out the podcast on seasonality, but maybe joining too early. For example, if I was to join my use in November or December, they would not be cycling. So those sorts of things can impact. Um, there could be some sort of issue in the use reproductive tract, some sort of pathology or some sort of impact or um, infection or disease in the reproductive tract and um, abortion, you name it. Uh, I think I've done a podcast on abortion, selenium deficiency, uh, toxoplasmosis from cats in particular, um, chlamydia, stress, heat shock, um, uh, uh, too much high levels of protein or high soluble protein, urea, nitrogen levels in the blood, all these things can impact the, um, the abortion. And, you know, some, obviously some use just aren't able to see that you through to um, full term, that, that land through to full term as well. Um, poor body condition. So, and this is where we sort of, you look at your use and make decisions about, yeah, I'm not going to join that you. Uh, they're very young. They're very old. They're very low skinny. It's a very low condition score um, uh, and skinny. And um, sometimes genetics as well. So, you know, when I when you think about, well, if I've scanned my ewes and they're not in lamb, do I see them through to another year? My answer would be no. 
a really tough decision to make. I've been there, particularly if you are breeding an 18-month-old you, you like the look of her, she's a looker, she's a stunner, she's got everything else going for her. But you know what? She has got to reproduce. That is number one when we're breeding sheep. They have to be able to reproduce. Hopefully they reproduce quality, but ultimately you've got to eat something, as I say. So the idea is that I, I know personally, I can't carry an unproductive unit over to the next year. My conditions simply do not allow that. So the decisions that I make have to be tough decisions and decisions that are based on a business imperative rather than an emotional decision that is about looks and desires. Now, if you are breeding for um, visuals only and it's not about production, then it's, you know, you might be making very, very different decisions. So just bear that in mind, you know, if, if, you know, if that animal is going to be a pet, then of course it might be different. You might be making very, very different decisions. I'm talking about it from a point of view where I'm sitting and my objectives in my sheep breeding enterprise and what decisions I have to make and what decisions I in the past didn't make and of course regretted it. (laughs) The other thing to think about it is if you hold that you over to another season, she's going to be a rising three-year-old having her first lambs. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen that before. Typically, she's going to be quite overweight. And in my, in my experience, I think this was a, a ewe that I would have said was a, had that sort of free Martin condition, a twin with a sibling that was a, as male. And I held her over in my first year of breeding stud sheep. And when she was lambing, she was screaming. Yeah, she was screaming and obviously in considerable pain just because, not because she couldn't do it, and she she did it in the end with a little bit of assistance, but just because her body had gone, developed so much before she produced a lamb. So she was basically um, not in shape, (laughs) yeah, her... Um, yeah, her her system just wasn't ready. Her fitness wasn't ready. And probably she had too much fat on her as well, which didn't help too. So I don't want to ever experience that again. So if it's not pregnant, if if the you is not pregnant, then the decision is to say goodbye. And that for me, in uh, when I'm scanning in the middle of May, and all of a sudden I have a couple of uh, very nice, perhaps quite well-conditioned ewes, well, you know what? I can sell them for a premium to meat, that is. I'm selling them for meat, not to, you know, make a a painful decision for someone else down the track. So uh, they go into the meat market and that's a great little bonus for me at that particular time of the year as well. So hopefully that's given you a few little things to think about why your ewes aren't getting pregnant. Is it the ram's fault? Is it the ewes' fault? what could be causing it, and indeed then making those tough decisions. If you do scan in lamb, then um, what, or even if you don't scan in lamb, you hold the ewe through to um, lambing, they don't lamb, then for me, the decision would be sayonara, ewe, thanks for coming, 
and now you are going to be involved in the meat market. So you still are of value, but just in a very, very different way than perhaps some of your other fellow yous would be. Thank you for listening to the Sheep Show podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode and sign up at www.holstonvalleyfarm.com to receive regular lamb recipes and other sheep snippets via email. And let me know how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or via email jill at holstonvalleyfarm.com.au. And until next time, sheep well.